Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everyone. What's going on? This is Marin Ellis with Divine Design Fitness, and this is the Muscles and Medicine Podcast. This episode is one that I've been really excited to bring to you. This is with a good friend of mine, my brother, uh, Kenneth Temple, Chef Kenneth Temple. He is a celebrity chef, world-renowned chef, has traveled all over the world cooking great dishes for great people and bringing joy and happiness to so many people's lives. And with this being Thanksgiving week, I thought it would be the perfect time for you to be introduced to Kenneth Temple. That way you can not only this Thanksgiving maybe make some tasty, healthy choices, but also for Christmas or any other specific holiday where the family gets together and this year we'll focus on getting together safe where you can make a safe, tasty, healthy meal that still tastes amazing. So guys, without further ado, let's go ahead and go in and see what Kenneth Temple has for you this week. If you're looking to get in shape, strengthen your faith, and transform your life, welcome to the Muscles and Medicine Podcast with Marin Antonisia of Divine Design Fitness. We talk about all things fitness, health, and faith to help you get to where you want to be. Our goal is to help build your body and fortify your faith. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Marin Ellis with Divine Design Fitness, the Minister of Muscle, and I'm excited about this episode. This is an episode that I've been wanting to do for quite a long time because I have my friend, Kenneth, Chef Ken, Chef Kenneth Temple, the master in the kitchen, hunger trap king. I'm telling you guys, I'm going to let him introduce himself to you because nobody actually does it better than himself, and I'm not even... Saying that's a bad thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. So go ahead and introduce, introduce yourself to the people, Ken. Well, well, thank you for having me, first and foremost. Let me let me show my manners. You know, I was raised right, Marin. I, right. <laughs> I know your mama, so I know you're raised right. <laughs> so my name's Kenneth Temple. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, a private chef currently resides in Dallas, Texas right now. I'm an entrepreneur, cookbook author, uh, apparel designer, spice line enthusiast. Um, you know, I, I just help people create memorable meals. You know, that's my whole goal, no matter which area I am going in with the culinary space. If it's being a private chef, if it's teaching the kids cooking class, or if it's um, creating a recipe to share with you on my blog that you can replicate at your house. I just want to make sure that you have uh, meals that you can create that are memorable. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And when I tell you guys he can burn, he can burn. I'm telling you that those oxtails. I'm, I'm man. I'm not even gonna go there. But hey, I just I just put the video out on uh, Instagram. It's doing doing pretty well. You know, Instagram be spiking or uh, or pulling down your your rates, but it's doing pretty good. You know, if if all I can get those viewers to come over to my YouTube, then my YouTube will look better. Same content, but you know, just depend on the platform how it moves. You know, exactly, exactly. And guys, when I tell you, you know, this is a faith and fitness podcast. 
muscles and medicine. But I'm telling you guys, when you eat his oxtail, some people say it's so good you'll slap your mama. No, this is so good it will make you speak in tongues. <laughs> so we don't believe in slapping mamas on this channel. I suggest that mama. you don't. Not your mama, not my mom. <laughs> we would not be here. So, um, so you guys know this episode, we're recording this a few weeks before Thanksgiving and the holiday season is one of those times where people just are like, Hey, you know what? Bump it. I'm about to put on 10, 15 pounds. Cause I'm just about to grub. I'm about to do my thing. And I don't blame you cause that's me as well. But this year, this year is completely different. 2020 is a completely different year for everybody across the in world. More than one way. In more, more than, than one, one way. way. Some good, most bad. Um, but I do believe in shift. As you guys know, this channel is about transformation. It's about shift. It's about life change. And I want to help people build momentum going into the new year. I'm not one to profess, oh, this year is going to be your best year. But I am one to say you can do the things to make it a better year. That you, and things you can control, and why not start with eat? Start with eating good and healthy, but tasting good at the same time. And that's what Chef Kenneth is a master at. So, that being said, first off, Kenneth, tell us a little bit about how you got into this cooking game. So, as as we all are faced upon graduating from high school, everybody asks you that that grand question. Oh, so what are you going to do when you graduate? Uh, I, I guess I'm gonna go to college, and so that's kind of how I got into it. Um, one of the schools that I actually graduated from, Nickel State, had a little books um there at my high school, and I saw they had a culinary program. I had a cousin playing football down there, so I knew I can easily see the campus and get a real honest opinion about the 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 school, the neighborhood that it was in, you know, the whole town, and it just ended up being a fit that uh, once I got into the kitchen. It was a natural vibe. It was a natural connection. Um, I did a little baking uh, with my dad when I was a kid, but nothing too extreme. You know, I was a regular kid. I wasn't these childhood prodigies that you see on MasterChef and Junior Chopped and all that. That would have never been me. But it was um, just just trying to find something that I can do with my life after high school. And so once I got into the class and was making different recipes and solacing the whole class, I, I knew I was on to something, so I just locked in and just committed to it. And upon graduating from high, uh, from, from college, I knew I didn't want to work in the restaurants because I, I knew those guys don't have a a high marital rate. They they all are on a second marriage, third marriage, or they just divorced completely. And I knew family was something I wanted to have going forward, and I enjoy my freedom. So um, around that time, the word private chef started buzzing. And so that said, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a private chef who worked with celebrities, who was an entrepreneur, which was always and still always the goal. I could work for myself and still be able to have the freedom to do what I love to do and enjoy. And it's taken me down a beautiful road these last 11, 12 years, you know, traveling the world, being an ambassador for the city of New Orleans and Durban, South Africa cooking for celebrities you know my background is working with pro athletes so when it comes to making healthy food taste good the only way i'm gonna in business is if i can cook healthy food that tastes good for these clients you know uh two super bowl champions underneath my belt two two times super bowl champions mm. underneath my belt nice you know politicians uh sports teams you know i've worked with the texas rangers the houston astros the new orleans pelicans the new orleans saints to work with them to help create healthier meals for their 
uh, for their team, you know, in any capacity. You know, I, I never was the guy who was at the facility cooking, but different opportunities will arise where I would have to cook for the players and make sure I represent it for, for the team, you know, because I can't come up there cooking no jambalaya and gumbo. <laughs> right. And like, hey, hey, they got a game later on today. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> right. But like, we lost. Why yeah, we, we lost because everybody was just kind of sluggish after that meal you fed them, right? So right. you always want to just make sure that even if it's going to be great food, you want to make sure that it tastes good. You know, even if it's plant-based, if it's keto, if it's, you know, whatever you may be on, you know, there is a way to um, heighten the flavors without the uh, the bad stuff. Gotcha. And most of that is by cooking at home. Got you, got you. And plenty of people have been cooking at home in 2020. So actually – Tell me what you think about this. So a lot of people believe before 2020, if I just could cook at home, I would lose weight. And uh, yeah, 2020 has disproven that to some extent because <laughs> there's a lot of people who have been cooking at home and still doing that quarantine 15, quarantine mm, 20 or 30, 2020. 30, yeah, 30. 30. Um, <laughs> What do you have to say to the people who are like, hey, you know what? I tried to cook. That's all I've been doing. I'm still gaining weight. You know, what would you say to those those people? What are you cooking? Exactly. That's the first question. <laughs> what What are you cooking? Are you Are you still um, – when we all went first into quarantine, of course, the first thing you do in quarantine to, to comfort yourself is you cook something, some comfort food, right? Because you don't know – Everything that shifted, so you're going to cook comfort food, right? So somebody probably had Thanksgiving in March, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they got the mac and cheese. They got the sweet potato pies. You know, they got the chickens, the turkeys. You know, they went in. Well, if you're still cooking like that and you're still eating like that, then it's no secret to why you're gaining weight. But if you started to pay attention that, oh, I'm not feeling myself and I need to start incorporating a little bit more vegetables into my diet and less carbs, um, not that carbs are your enemy, but, you know, you just start to increase your your portions and substitute your portions in different areas. So the biggest thing is, what are you cooking? How are you cooking it? And are you using my meal plan challenge cookbook? Aha, there you go. Which, you know, we just need to know. We yes. just need to know what you're cooking. You know? Right. What, what you're cooking. And he mentions his, uh, Kenneth mentions his uh, cookbook, the meal plan challenge. When I tell you, it was 21 days, right? That that's it. It's yeah. it, and like you said, I released it in March, um, right after we all went lockdown, and I made it affordable because I didn't want to give anybody any excuses to why they couldn't eat healthy during the quarantine, even with limited availabilities at that time. And it was a wide range, right? You know, and they had they had a wide range of food options for you to be able to make a good meal out of whatever may have been available in your local area. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was everything. I remember when we did it, I dropped about nine pounds in 21 days. Um, and at the time, I wasn't even working out during that period because uh, the gym was closed, even though you guys know I'm a proponent of home gyms. But I guess for whatever reason, I just decided to take some time off <laughs> for uh, at the beginning of quarantine. But I'm telling you, even with that, we were able to drop some weight, felt better, looked better, all that stuff. So if you get a chance, you know, to make sure you check out that challenge and we'll give you guys the information um, at the end. And you could also find the link in the show notes for this, uh, this podcast mm-hmm. episode. So what are the classics as a chef? What are the classics? What's the most creative thing you've made for Thanksgiving? And what are the, the classics? Of course, Turkey, but what do you say, mm-hmm. especially in new Orleans? Mm. Thanks. I mean, well, well, uh, my, my home spread in new Orleans would be, uh, 
turkey, ham, cornbread dressing, Merloton dressing. Most people don't know what Merloton is, but it's it's a chayote squash. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's big in, in Mexican cuisine. Um, gumbo, sometimes mm-hmm. two types mm-hmm. of gumbos, uh, either seafood, filet, or okra, just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, mac and cheese, of course. And then it's literally a spread of at least five different dessert options. So my family don't really drink a lot, but they will punish you with some dessert. So you're going to get your calories one way or the other, if it's with the alcohol or not with the alcohol, you know, get sugar drunk and you get sugar drunk, you know, I'm wasted, sugar wasted. (laughs) (laughs) So, so it could range, right. It, it, it just depends on, you know, I think this year I've convinced my mama and my grandma to have a non-traditional Thanksgiving, meaning make some red beans on Thursday, you know, Mm. or, Try a different culture, you know, cook or something a little bit different, you know, step outside your normalcy and, and play. Gotcha. Play a little. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So let's do this. Let's break down a, that traditional spread or a traditional spread and let us know either, okay, this is what I want to eat and I'm going to eat it, but how can I make mm-hmm. it tasty and healthy? Or this is an alternative to that that's healthier. Um, let's just break down that spread and what you recommend. Yeah, so the first thing I would I would recommend is your eating window. I would recommend that you intermittent fast on that day. Mm-hmm. So I hope y'all are familiar with intermittent fasting. But basically, pick you know don't eat for a certain time. So the night before, stop eating at nine o'clock and don't eat again until it's time to eat that meal. And then after that, give yourself a three four hour window and then stop eating there. Then the second thing I would say is eat on a smaller plate. Do not grab the man plate. <laughs> you know, the 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 16 inch plate that you put everything on. That's like the trays that you used to get at the buffet station. Eat off of a saucer. That will do two things. Uh, one, it'll allow you to show portion control. And two, you'll actually play a trick on your mind where you think you're eating more than you possibly can. But three, if you feel like getting seconds, you'll get up and get seconds. But there's only so much you can actually eat. Now, when it comes to the healthier component, instead of doing the whole turkey, just cook the breast. Hmm. Instead of just doing the whole turkey, just cook some turkey wings. If you want to eat your mac and cheese, make a smaller pan of mac and cheese. I'm not going to tell you don't enjoy your mac and cheese, but make a smaller pan. Don't make the pan that you would if you had 30 people coming over. Make make a nice 8 by 8 9 by 9 pan of mac and cheese, which is a half a pound of cooked macaroni. Right. So one pound of dry macaroni, cook half of that. And then you'll be able to uh, afford more calories. And like I said, if you're eating off a salsa, now you only have so much room. You can't literally pile it high now. Mm. You know what I mean? And then uh, pick pick, pick your poison. When I say poison, either have your carb for all mac and cheese or have your carb with the mac and cheese and the bread or save it for the peach cobbler or the pumpkin pie or whatever creations may be on the table. You know, just pick, strategize what you're going to do. Because remember, you can eat this meal again two days, you know, the next day and a day after that. And it'd be completely different depending on how many people you like and you go by, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, Cause if you're doing a friend's giving, of course there'll be a spread. If you're cooking, if you're cooking at home with just your family, of course, if you're just cooking at home with your family, you're going to cook a smaller portion. You might not do the same spread. So that's when you want to really focus on controlling your portions, you know, and definitely one thing I know about the black household, 
that I know, I can't speak for any other households, is that we've somehow missed the veg. And if we do have veg, it's cooked in a lot of sugar mm-hmm. or it's with a lot of ham. And, and and if you want to do ham, just swish out the ham for smoked turkey, mm-hmm. swing, leg, you know, that, that, that'll still give you a smoky flavor, but it'll be leaner. It'll be cleaner and lighter, you know, so... You could do lamb. And some greens. I like yeah, lamb. You can do some lamb. lamb or yeah. something like that. Roast it. You can do a leg of lamb if you're not scared of it. You know, some people <laughs> scared of lamb. You know, but but find a way to incorporate two greens in the meal because it's because Thanksgiving is always carb heavy and protein heavy and, and sweet heavy. Mm-hmm. And you rarely get your greens in. You know what I mean? So honestly, what you could do before, if you're trying to really get light, get get really sexy with it, drink a protein shake before you uh. And mm. when you break your fast, yeah, that'll drink really a, curb those carbs. Yeah, yeah. Drink a drink a drink a nice plant based protein shake. I recommend Garden Meal of Life. It's my uh, protein brand of choice. Get a nice plant based protein powder. Drink that, and then go to your uh, to your shindig, or then finish cooking your food and get ready to eat. And that will help you carve your your craving like that. And then if you're eating by a certain window frame, then you know you really got to get it in before that time. And then don't eat the next day until a certain time frame. Maybe if you stop eating at nine o'clock, don't eat again the next day until one o'clock. This will give your body ample amount of time to break down what you just finished enjoying and give yourself time to re- rejuvenate and revive and energize. Got so that's tricks to the trade. Got that's you. tricks. You just got to be willing to do it, you know? Right, right. Okay, so that's on the portion control. Like, well, I'm glad you mentioned intermittent fasting because that's definitely a day to do it. Um, and that also doesn't mean if you're the one cooking, that doesn't mean tasting all the food because you mm-hmm. break your fast as soon as you put something so in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So on that day, you got some black coffee, you got some green tea, you got some water. But as soon as you pop that first, let me see what this tastes like is is over. Which actually, <laughs> what about um, um, what about the process of cooking the meal the day before and then doing it before you go into your fast so you really aren't tempted to taste the food mm-hmm. till it's ready mm-hmm. to go absolutely me me and my wife um we we created a holiday cookbook um it's all digital because we have a battle strategy a seven-day battle strategy for you to follow before you get to the the day of celebration which will teach you how to properly plan grocery shop Mm. prep your food what to make in advance and then what you just need to finish on the day of and our whole battle strategy is that on the day of you should only just be reheating things Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you've because there are certain things you can make a peach cobbler two days in advance. You can make your turkey a day in advance. You can make your gravy two days in advance. There are certain things you can make in advance. And then on the day of, all you have to do is just reheat and eat and yeah. enjoy. So like you said, if you make it in that early, you can taste it and you know it's on point. And all you got to do is reheat some things in the oven, some things on top of the stove, and then bring it all together for one delicious celebration. Right. And I mean, this just popped into my head. But if you cook that thing one, two days before, it's going to actually taste better on Thanksgiving. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, Miranda. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gumbo, <laughs> tastes better. Gumbo tastes better the day after. Right. Right. You know what so, I'm saying? I'm the trainer. I'm the fitness guy, but I want to know mm-hmm. your aspect as a person that works out and I know works out uh, religiously and he's done a few of my workouts, so he knows what it is. 
Yeah, you're uh, abusive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the people that. No, nah, but uh, what do you recommend? What would you do for your uh, workout when it's to prep for that day? Burpees. Ah, okay. So what about the people who can't do burpees? What would you do? Let's say you were training your mom and you're like, hey, mom, we about to get this workout in so we can enjoy Thanksgiving. And I know your mom, she might, she'd be like, mm-hmm. I know what she'd probably say, no. <laughs> but in the case that she said yes, what would you say a hey, mom well, is going to do? I would do some mountain climbers. Okay. 30 second mountain climbers, 10 reps. Because now we're hitting planks, arms, chest, shoulders, back, legs, abs, core. Everything. Heart rate. Everything. Everything. Cardio. Everything. Yeah. Now, now mention, now, just to mention, I don't like any of those workouts, y'all. <laughs> but you got to earn that nil. You got to earn it. You got to. You got to earn that nil. It's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice, <laughs> right. man. You got to get that's it why, in. That's why I said burpees. Like I, I don't want to do no no damn burpees. I don't know. <laughs> but but to get prepared and get ready for what it is, then I'm a, I'm gonna make sure I'm intermittent fasting and do a fasted workout and then do something that's super strenuous. Mm-hmm. So when I eat. You're gonna, you're literally gonna think, man. By the time I get all this food, I'm gonna destroy it. But your body's gonna play a vicious trick on you. You're gonna put all that food on your plate, and you're not gonna be hungry. Right, right. You're gonna take a few bites, and your body's gonna and be like, gonna okay. Be done. I'm, I'm good. I'm done. I need to rest. Which coincides with that small plate. Yes. Yeah, that coincides yes. with the small plate. There, so, what so. type of workout would you recommend on the day before? Because I've done with my mama. By the way, we've went to pre-workout. Uh, well, you know. Pre, Pre-Thanksgiving workout mm-hmm. uh, that the day of Thanksgiving and did a workout in the morning and it and it really re, uh, rejuvenated you for the rest of the day. You know, you you was conscious like I just finished working out. I'm not about to punish punish myself. I'm about right. to go in. The psychological effect to, of working out. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So what what type of workout would you recommend? Be honest with you. For one, most people are not thinking about working out on that day, so I wouldn't want a long workout. I wouldn't want mm-hmm. a prolonged mm-hmm. hour long. Shoot, I probably wouldn't even want a thirty-minute long workout on mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. So I would suggest a hit workout, um, mm-hmm. body weight hit workout, very similar to what you talk about with mountain climbers. But I would do mm-hmm. something like twenty seconds of squats, rest for ten seconds, twenty seconds of sit-ups, rest for ten seconds, twenty seconds of mountain climbers, rest, twenty seconds of push-ups, and I would do a, a Tabata round. That's what we call twenty ten all out for 20 seconds, rest for 10 seconds, and repeat. I would do that for about two rounds. And a round mm-hmm. actually is four minutes. And then I would give myself maybe five minutes rest because you will feel it. And then <laughs> uh, get some water and then try to push through that second round. And I'm telling you, a lot of if anybody out there, if you do not have the time or you say, you know what, I don't want to spend all that time, you can shed some weight and build mm-hmm. muscle with Tabata, even if you did it three days a week for a total of 12 minutes. And the cool thing about it too, is depending on the type of Tabata or the exercises you choose to do during Tabata, you can build your muscle and get your cardio in the same time. Cause I'm not the guy that wants to go run for a mile. I ran track in college and the most <laughs> I was going to do was a 400 and it hurt every time. So I think I got post-traumatic stress syndrome for running. <laughs> I'll go and do sprints all day, a hundred at the most. I, I, you know, I'm above that two forty mark, so that you know, running two hundred or four hundred ain't in my 
job description anymore. But <laughs> that 100, I'll do. But I'm telling you, like, if you did any kind of short, high intensity workouts, I would do it. Now, if you're just starting working out, and for whatever reason you decided Thanksgiving is the first day in your life you're going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> today is the day. Today is the day. I'm thankful for my health and I'm going to sacrifice for it. No, nah, if that's <laughs> the, the case, do not do anything strenuous. Just move. Go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, if if mm-hmm. Go for a walk. You know, take your family. Put your mask on. Uh, if you have people that are outside the bubble, but, uh, put your mask on, go for a walk and just get out, get that fresh air, get moving, get that heart rate up. Um, cause for many people, that's a great exercise on, mm-hmm. in itself. So that's what I would do. Um, okay. Okay. And, and you know, people underestimate what you can do in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to pay for it because you ain't going to get a real rest, mm-hmm. but you can, you can squeeze a 30 minute workout yeah. and, it's in minutes and feel it. I did a um a workout one time. I you know when the wearable watches really came out. I don't think it was mm-hmm. an Apple Watch. I think I had a Fitbit at the time. And okay. Okay. It was a kettlebell workout, and all I had was kettlebells and two dumbbells. And I said I'm a do see how many calories I can burn, and I think it was 20 minutes. And man, and I was in shape at the time too. <laughs> But that thing tore my butt up. Uh, when I say, so what I would do, I would do a strength exercise and then follow it with 25 kettlebell swings. And Ooh, then do mm-hmm. another strength exercise, follow it 25 kettlebell swings. And so I, you know, there's, if you guys ever follow me and if this is your first time being introduced to me or Divine Design Fitness, I believe in training for movement. And if you train for movement, You'll build the muscle because um, you could be the buffest person in the world or the strongest looking person in the world and can't move. It doesn't do you any good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe in exercises where you're pushing, you're pulling, you're squatting, you're hinging or bending over, you're lifting overhead. So when I write my workouts, I pick movements or exercises based off of the movement versus the muscle that I want to train. And again, that's for my goal. So I would say if you were going to do something like that, you know, do some push-ups. Or if you got dumbbells, you can do some floor presses and then some kettlebell swings, all that. And I tell you, I burn maybe 500 calories in 30 minutes, 20 minutes. Mm. Wow. Um, now, wow. I, I had to sit down um, on the, the the squat, the, what do you call it, the the squat rack on the edge you know where you put the weight when you lift it heavy i had to sit down because i felt at some point i was about to pass out Mm. and it it passed it passed after about 30 seconds but i'm telling you second way yeah second way but i'm telling you time a lot of people have a misconception about fitness and they think fitness takes time fitness does not take time fitness takes a change of mindset and it Mm. takes consistency more than time. So even if you said, I want to do one four minute Tabata round every day, four minutes out of a 24 hour day, Tabata, including a warm up, five minute warm up, Tabata stretch. So you could be in and out in 15 minutes. I What's your you, excuse? What's your excuse? I'm and then you. I got the recipes for you that, that take 15 minutes. So 30 minutes. 30 minutes to change your life. 
half an hour. Get you together. <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. Now let's kind of switch gears a little bit and let's talk about the faith aspect. Um, I want to kind of. We're both men of faith, so mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. definitely want to talk to you about. You know, what are you thankful for? What is it that Thanksgiving, what is it that the holidays mean to you, especially when it comes to the faith side, not the commercialism side, <laughs> um, and but the, the faith side in that relationship with with God's side? Yeah, it just, just always reminds me to, to be show gratitude, you know. Um, you always praying and asking for something where well, you got to always show the gratitude so the circle continues to to go around, you know, you want to always not take anything for granted, but you always want to make sure that you're doing your part because, you know, we all need somebody else to get the next leg up. So mm-hmm. if somebody's helping you, you want to help the next person out. You you don't want to just be selfish. So it always just reminds me to stay grounded, stay humble, stay focused and push towards the goals that I got because um, I know the only way I got that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty good, mm-hmm. but. I'm a whole lot better mm-hmm. with the help that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's what always, always helps me with. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I, again, this year, people are struggling, man. There's a lot of people out there struggling. There's people that are at their wits end. There's people who've lost faith. There's people who have given up and are mm-hmm. holding on by a thread. And, you know, I really do want to speak to anybody that's in that situation and let them know that, you know, you're not forgotten, that God sees you and there's something, there's purpose. And when I look at faith, man, I always look at faith and fitness, uh, divine design fitness. I always Mm -hmm. combine (laughs) it. And it's through the struggle that you get stronger. And, but we fight the struggle. Nobody likes the struggle. But faith is the same way. If you ask God for patience, what is he going to give you? He's going to put you around a bunch of annoying people. To give you patience. To give you patience. But then we complain, but we're actually getting what we asked for. We just assume (laughs) it's going to come a different way. So a lot of people are like, I want to lose weight. Okay. Well, get up off the couch. uh, Mm -hmm. Get moving. Get moving. It's going to burn a little bit. But then just like faith, especially in my experience, just like faith, the more you exercise it, the easier it gets to use it. And then you can take it to another level and every other level is going to be a little bit harder, but it doesn't stay hard long because you're Mm -hmm. building that muscle memory. Um, So I think I'm excited to see 2020 has been a year of exercise of people's faith for me. That's what I see. And Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see when things begin to shift, when that is, I don't know. The but shift starts in your mind. Exactly. 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 Because things can shift externally. If you ain't shifted internally, internally you still in the same it. place. Yeah. Yep, so you'll miss it. So if you have prepared and prepared yourself for the shift, change of season, I'm excited to see the the level of strength that people have coming out of this. Um it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it either made you better or it made you worse. Yeah, and I said, okay, when 2020 <laughs> came around and I said, 2020 is going to be the year of clarity. I refused again to be like, oh, 2020 is going to be the year, the best year of your life. 
I'm like, well, I hope not, because I hope to live to 2021, 2022. <laughs> but, this is where it stops. Right, right. It stops right here. But I said it's going to be the year of clarity. And we're seeing all kinds of revelation in the world. We're seeing revelation in ourselves. We're seeing like, oh, you know what? I use time as an excuse, but I'm just lazy. Or mm. or I, I always want to start my business, but, uh, you know, well, what's holding you back now? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, or I wish I could read more books. What's holding you back now? I wish I could mm-hmm. eat, cook more for my family. What's mm-hmm. holding, what's you, holding back? you back now? <laughs> what's your, oh, what's your excuse now, right? You know, I wish I could I, read my Bible more. What's holding you back now? Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta look at the man in the mirror and be honest with that man in the mirror. Yeah, man. Michael what Jackson you, spoke it. Spoke, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, it, it was. I'm talking to the man in the mirror. Like you know, you can blame and sh- you can blame who you want to. You can scream an excuse that you want to scream out of your mouth. But honestly, what is the man in the mirror really saying? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And some people can't even look at themselves in the mirror because they're so disgusted with themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, if you just dis- if you that disgusted with yourself. What you need to do is look in the mirror mm-hmm. so you can begin to make the modifications that's necessary to become a better you. Um, I like what you said earlier. You know, the only way you grow is outside of your comfort zone. Right. If you if you're only in the comfortable surroundings, you're never going to be challenged to elevate. You're just going to remain where you at and stagnant. And if you're fine with it, then you're fine with it. But if you're looking to ascend and go higher. You got to get out your comfort zone and get a little uncomfortable right? so you can get that muscle memory so you can build that build that body to be able to lift 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 20 mm-hmm. pounds, 30 pounds. What, do you, what the Lord told Jeremiah, you complaining about men, how you going to run with horses? Right. <laughs> I love it. So so you yeah. think about who can run a horse. Then you learn that Jesse Owens, Olympic winner, actually beat horses yep. running on the racetracks. Oh, so it's possible. So. You know, so what do you, what's your excuse, honestly? And if you just love having excuses, then don't complain about the life you live because you always find it something to complain or nag about. It's it's a reason why the people who nag the most seem to have the most drama and the mm-hmm. people who's the most positive always seem to be ascending. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, the people that ascending usually deal with the more problem with more problems than the people that are complaining. Complaining. So. The thoughts that you have. Coming to fruition. The power of life and death is in the tongue. So, gotcha, gotcha. So, all right, man. Well, I want to thank you. I want you to tell everyone where they can find you, what they can get from you, what they can do to help prepare or use uh, you and the recipes and the cookbooks and the stuff. And I'm telling you guys again, I got his cookbook in my kitchen right now. Um, That's the main child. Yeah, that's the main child. That's the Southern Creole. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Where can they yeah. find you? Where can they connect with you? TenantTemple.com. Um, it's the same on Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, my website, LinkedIn. If you're looking for me, I made it real easy for y'all to find my information. It's Kenneth Temple. Gotcha. And Marina, of course, I have the spelling somewhere where y'all can see how to spell that. But it's... <laughs> Very powerful, simple name to spell. How about that? There you go. There you go. There you go. So, all right, man. Well, I thank you. I appreciate your time. And guys, if you guys are really looking to start something new, start a new tradition, taste something new, give it a different try, make sure to follow him 
on Instagram, Facebook, all this YouTube, all the social media platforms. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. Every single person that has ever had his food or I told about his food. Yeah. They might have not been, been believers and they still almost started talking in tongues. They just kind of were using it. <laughs> they didn't. Like your cousin, like your cousin when we made that healthy us. Uh, that fish. Fun, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, that fish, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you got to check that out, guys. Go on YouTube and check out Divine Design Fitness. We made a uh, fish. What was in it? What was in that? It was a fiesta. It was a fiesta uh, fish. We, yeah, I salmon. actually took that same. Yeah. yeah. I actually took that salmon recipe and put it into my 21 day meal plan challenge uh, cookbook. Gotcha. Yeah, man, so. oh, that was so good. All right. I'm hungry right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I want to again thank you for this episode. You can follow Muscles and Medicine on anywhere where you download your podcast, but make sure to check us out. Subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Divine Design Fit. And you could also reach us on our website, Divine Design Fitness Fit. And uh, we are here for you. We're here to help you build your body and fortify your faith. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Muscles and Medicine. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at DivineDesignFitness.com and follow us on YouTube at Divine Design Fitness. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you consume podcasts. Please feel free to leave a review and comment. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.